After investing billions to light up our network, T-Mobile is America's largest 5G network. Plus, right now, you can switch, keep your phone, and we'll pay it off up to $800. See how you can save on every plan versus Verizon and AT&T at T-Mobile.com slash across America. Up to four lines via virtual prepaid card. Allowed 15 days. Qualifying unlocked device credit service ported 90 plus days with device and eligible carrier and timely redemption required. Card has no cash access and expires in six months. Listen to every MLB game live. In the deep left center field, it is high, it is far, it is gone. Stream minor league affiliates. The Midwest League home run leader. And watch the best baseball highlights and look-ins on MLB Big Inning. MLB at bat is your all-in-one live baseball subscription for only $3.99 per month. Deep left field, it's going to go. Alvarez ties the game. Subscribe to at bat within the MLB app today. Major League Baseball trademarks used with permission. Jerry Jones coming up at 9.20 this morning. Had a little schedule change with the KMC Masterpiece here on Sean, RJ, and Bobby. We're getting set to be joined by the head coach of the TCU Horn Frogs. He is actually the AP Coach of the Year. Sonny Dykes back on Woo. the program via the Diamond Factory Hotline. Good morning, Coach. How are you? Happy holidays. Yeah, good morning. Thanks for having me. Appreciate it. How crazy have things been? Media attention, uh, recruiting, signing day, bowl prep. I mean, do you have do you have any time to do anything in your personal life these days? You know, uh, you don't get to do a whole lot of that uh, from about the middle of July until about the second week in January. If you have a good season in college football, it's just kind of the way it is. Um, you know, it's funny that the season is. Uh, the regular season is, you know, you get into a routine. Um, it, it's really not that bad. All of a sudden, you finish. You know, we went to the Big 12 championship game, so we had an extra week of preparation and and work. And then all of a sudden, as soon as that was done, it was on to recruiting. So it does get a little bit hectic. Thankfully, we signed our recruiting class on Wednesday. And now uh, we can really spend all of our attention on getting ready to, to play Michigan in the college football playoffs. So, it's a busy time of year, lots of stuff going on, but you know, it's it's a fun time of year for sure. Coach, when you have a year like this, is the recruiting and the attention on your program and kids wanting to come to you, I mean, does it explode like times 50 or is that a little bit too much in terms of what some of us may think with all the kids who may want to now come play at TCU as a national championship contender? Is it invaluable what this year did for immediate recruiting right now? Yeah, it certainly helped uh, with some guys down the stretch. I mean, I think we'll really see the needle move probably with the 24 recruiting class, you know, next year's class, um, mm-hmm. just because, you know, a lot of these guys decide so early where they're going to go. But we had a lot of interest. There was probably six or seven guys that we were able to sign down the stretch that we probably would not have had a chance to, to sign uh, without the success this year. So, you know, we feel like we signed a really good recruiting class. We feel like it's going to continue to get better. You know, we have a lot to offer here at TCU, and, and, you know, we just think once we get the word out and these guys have a chance to get on campus and get around our program, that we're going to continue to be able to recruit better and better every year. Have you found, not just this year, but, you know, even going into the 24 class, that the the interest from outside the state is much different than it was previous year? Yeah, certainly. I think that there's, you know, we're starting to become a little bit more of a national brand, which I think in some ways is good. It's like anything else. You've got to got to figure out how to manage it. You know, the good thing is we're in DFW, which I think 
is the best high school football area in the United States of America. And so we don't need to go too far outside of our uh, immediate area to go find guys, uh, and certainly not too far outside of Texas. But there's always going to be some some of the best players in the country that are outside of Texas that you know I think are starting to have some interest in TCU, and, and hopefully we'll be able to recruit them moving forward. You know, Coach, I always wondered this when it comes to recruiting and now with the NIL. Like, do you kind of like, I don't want to say judge a player, but like when, depending on how early in the process they ask for like NIL money or what your NIL situation is, is that like a turnoff uh, about the player that they're just in it for some cash? Yeah, you know, look, I think it's very similar in, in a weird sort of way to hiring somebody. If you think about it, if you if you have an open position uh, in your in your business, whatever it is, and, you know, a candidate comes in and the first thing they ask is, okay, look, how much am I going to get paid? <laughs> then, you know, then I think that's cause for alarm, whether you're uh, trying to recruit an 18-year-old uh, football player to come to your university or whether you're trying to fill a position on your coaching staff or support staff. And so, you know, it's like everything else. You have to You have to evaluate people and evaluate what motivates people and evaluate whether or not you think it's a good fit for you and your program. And, Certainly, somebody that's interested in, in maximizing their opportunities as far as their income goes is not a bad thing. But I think that, you know, there needs to be a whole lot more that goes into that decision, in my opinion. Um, and I think for guys to kind of fit into our culture, that it makes a lot of sense for them to, for that NIL thing to be a consideration, like it always should be. But at the same time, it's not going to be the, the driving factor on why they choose to come to TCU. Coach, you're uh, prepping for this Michigan Wolverines football team next Saturday. It's it's something that I think largely from the outside analysts are talking about. Okay, you got TCU, like this is a, a track team. They like to get out and go and, and really push the ball downfield and, and have an explosive offense. And then, oh, you've got Michigan over here that, that's classic Big Ten football team and likes to run the ball and, and play hard-nosed defense. And I think there's a feeling like it's easier to try and establish your identity or establish your game plan when you're one of those physical football teams. How do you go about making sure they play the game the way you want to? Is it, is it more of a challenge, the type of game that you guys play to get Michigan to play that style? Yeah, I think, I think you know, you have to, to try to uh, match their physicality. I think that's the, the, the one thing is you, you just got to play tough. You got to play physical. You've got to be able to stop the run. Michigan is one of the few teams really in college football that will run the ball kind of no matter what. I mean, they're going to they're gonna continue to pound you a little bit. They've got a really good quarterback, and they've got some nice receivers and some tight ends that can catch the ball. But their preference really is to line up and just try to knock you off the ball and methodically move the ball down the field. And they will continue to do that if you don't stop them. So to me, that's going to be really important. We've got to be able to stop the run. Um, you know, I think that's going to be critical for us. We've got to do a good job in short yardage situations getting off the field defensively and then keeping drives alive on offense for ourselves. And, and that's going to be very, very important. So, you know, I think that we, one, one thing that we have to do is, is, you know, rely on our strengths, which is speed and, and ability to get the ball down the field, like you said earlier. And so we're going to have to take shots and we're going to have to make plays, contested plays, one-on-one type situations. And, and, you know, our guys have done that this year and we're going to have to do it on, uh, on Saturday. Sonny Dykes, TCU coach, joins us here at 105 through the fan against uh, Ohio State, they really went over the top nicely uh, in the passing game. Did you notice that in the other games on tape, that they had that ability, or did that kind of stand out? Yeah, that was that was a little bit out of their character. Uh, I think Ohio State really 
you know, tried to sell out and stop the run, and Michigan did a nice job of hitting him on some big plays. You know, hit a couple of big post routes, made some contested catches, and, and created a ton of big plays against those guys. And I think that they caught him probably a little off guard. I mean, Michigan has done that at times this year, but they did a lot of it in the Ohio State game, and, and you can tell that um, Ohio State was a little, like I said, a little caught off guard by that. Is that one of those things where if you only see it maybe like once or twice that it's it's a you know you got to prove it to me that you can do it again or does that really kind of sit in the back of your mind that they can actually do it? Yeah, yeah, I, th- I think it's like you know the the game of football is really kind of about give and take, and it's like goes back to what I said earlier about you know we really have to stop the run. Well, how do you stop the run? You you commit more people to the run, and when you do that, obviously you leave yourself open to to giving up some long passes, and so. You know, our guys are going to have to really compete on the outside. There's going to be times where, you know, our corners are going to be covering receivers and and without any kind of help. And, you know, our guys are going to have to, you know, make those plays and be in good position to be able to make them and compete hard for the ball when it's in the air. And so, you know, I think think Michigan probably has a pretty good idea of what we're going to do. I think they they have a, a pretty good idea of what most people are going to do. And I think that's why it's so important to be able to establish a run game. And, And they've been able to do that throughout the course of the year, and, and that enables them to be able to take some big shots down the field and you know, create some explosive plays. Coach, uh, Max Duggan's obviously had a, a tremendous season. Um, he's been huge for you guys. Uh, announced recently that uh, he will be heading to the NFL after this season, uh, but that he he was committed to staying here and, and playing this game and, and playing with his teammates. Just, uh, I guess, talk about that decision from Max and 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 the type of leadership that he's provided for you guys, and and how much you know the offense in general uh, follows him. Yeah, you know, Max had a great year. I mean, he really has. He he's uh, gotten so much better through the course of the season. You know, I think he gets better every single week. Um, you know, he's certainly a different player this year than he was a year ago. Um, much more comfortable in what we're doing offensively. I think he really has a lot of uh, trust and faith in his supporting cast. You know, he, he knows he doesn't have to do it himself. He can spread the ball around, you know, whether it's handing it to Kendra Miller or whether it's throwing it to Quentin Johnson or a bunch of these other guys that can can make plays for us. And so it's, um, you know, I, I think he's done a really, really good job of getting settled in and going out and operating our offense. You know, the the thing that Max does well, too, he's got a, an element where he can run the football. Mm-hmm. You know, he's a physical runner. He's faster than people think he is. You know, he's pretty elusive. And, and so when your quarterback can run as well, then that gives a defense a whole different set of problems. And so I think that's been a big part of our success this year. It's been his play. He's done a great job taking care of the ball. He's, he hadn't turned it over much. Um, and he's given us a chance to win every Saturday. And I think that's that's what your quarterback is supposed to do. You know, he's supposed to to trust the, the scheme, trust the players, limit the number of mistakes and turnovers that he makes. And if he does that, then typically you're going to have a chance. And, and he's played really, really good, smart football for us this year. Um, he's going to have to do the same thing against Michigan. Look, they're going to – they're a, a team that's really physical up front. You know, the D tackles are really good players. Uh, they're both – powerful guys and they got long guys on the back end and it's a challenging defense and they do a good job of not giving up big plays and so Max is going to have to do what he's done all year he's going to have to stay within himself uh, spread the ball around to a bunch of different guys that can make plays and and I think uh, I think we all have a lot of confidence that he'll be able to do that and you talk about you know stopping Michigan's running game and and how important that's going to be for you guys 
is it any different preparing specifically for Donovan Edwards with, with Blake Corum out, or, or is it one of those things where it's like Michigan's going to play their run style the way that they play it, and and the guy that's back there specifically isn't going to be that much of a game plan difference? Yeah, you know, both backs are really good players, and so you know they had they didn't change much with those guys. I mean, they're they're you know they're both uh, powerful guys that can make you miss and finish runs well and. You know they uh, they can grind the ball down the field and and so their style didn't really change much uh, when when uh, one of them got injured and so they uh, you know they just kind of keep doing what Michigan does. The one thing that's different about these guys is they'll throw a lot of different personnel groups at you. You know they'll play with three tight ends, some play with six or seven offensive linemen at times. So they do some pretty unique things that a lot of other people in college football don't do. Um, and so as a result of that, they're pretty difficult to prepare for and. And it's, it's, they do a nice job of creating extra gaps that you have to defend from a run perspective. Um, and so, you know, defensively, you've got to be able to do a lot of different things. And, and you know, I'm sure, I'm sure with the amount of time that they've had to prepare for us, they'll have a couple of new wrinkles as well. And so we're going to have to be able to adjust and adapt and, and do a good job of, um, of figuring out what, how they're trying to attack us. Coach, many people uh, brought up your name and thought of you after the Mike Leach news. I think you tweeted, besides your uh, father, he had the biggest football influence on you. What what can you say about your time and memories when it comes to uh, Coach Leach? Yeah, you know, Mike, I think everybody knows this, but he was really a, a you know, a kind of a one-of-a-kind personality. Very unique, um, just a different person. You know, I think... Uh, Mike was, you know, could be, he was great to work for. I mean, he, he empowered people. He gave you a ton of responsibility. Didn't matter how young you were. I think that's a a big part of the reason why so many coaches that were on his staff, you know, particularly that Texas tech staff have gone on and become successful coaches is because Mike did a great job of mentoring us. And, and, you know, and like I said, giving us, giving us responsibility and listening and, uh, really taught us to think differently maybe than the other people in college football did. Uh, very unique personality, really fun guy to be around. You know, could be maddening at times <laughs> you know, just, be- <laughs> just because Mike was going to do it his way, and sometimes it drove you crazy. <laughs> uh, but, you know, it's it's part of what made him so awesome to work for. I mean, it's funny, when we got together at his service uh, this week, you know, we were all telling Mike Leach stories, and, and every single – person there had one and had several and guys like me that were with him I was with him I think eight or nine years and there's hundreds of stories that you could tell and sometimes you tell the stories and people are like there's no way that happened (laughs) it actually did and so you know there was never a boring day when you worked for Mike Leach and it's hard to really put a uh, it's hard to measure really what he meant to college football and really football in general Um, his philosophy and Hal Mummy's philosophy I think changed the game. I mean, I really do. And I think a lot of what we're seeing now on Sunday in the NFL has trickled up to the NFL and, and certainly, um, you know, it had a huge impact on college football and high school football and just football in general. Well said coach. uh, We can't thank you enough for your time. Uh, The answers, the honesty, and we cannot wait to root you all on against Michigan. Thank you so much and good luck coach. Thank you. Okay, appreciate you guys having me. Look forward to talking to you all again soon. Yes, sir. After uh, we'll preview the national title with you. Thank you. Uh, there is Sonny Dykes on the Diamond Factory Hotline. Nick Eatman and then Jerry Jones with a Friday appearance. Mm. Final hour of the week with Sean and RJ next.
baseball season is heating up. Odyssey has you covered with the most entertaining coverage of your team. Stay locked in and in the know with the local voices you trust as they bring you unfiltered takes, recap games, react to the latest team news, and talk to callers. Listen to your favorite shows for free on the Odyssey app. Odyssey.com, your smart speaker, or in the car with Android Auto or Apple CarPlay. 